Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. Hello, and welcome to Inconceivable. I'm William. I'm Wesley. I'm Kyle. And this is podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was the story behind that again? Like We were downstairs, Kyle and I, and he's just like, now this is podcasting. And I was like, we've never used that before. And he's like, are you serious? Like, it's just it's perfect. Yeah, it's... I so, love them prequel memes, so... Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> prequel memes! The prequel gave us prequel memes, and that's why we love the prequels. Yup. Like... <laughs> Super true. Yup. So, um, you know, even though we're not talking about Star Wars today, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah usually we try to make it related, but it's not related. We nope. just want to say it. We just need to um, take advantage of that. Because it is the 30th episode. Hey, I was going to bring it up. Da-da. So, not 30th episode of season two, the 30th episode overall. Yeah. So, that's pretty awesome. We're going to hit one year in a few months. That's weird to think about. Yeah. I guess I'll start thinking yep. about what we do during such an occasion. <laughs> we, we scrubs have been doing this for... It makes sense. Like, year. oh, man, like, this is this is a thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think we're past the thing of, oh, this is not a phase, you know? Yeah. So I hope you like us. This is Stick real, around. yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'll just start off. Um, Kyle's and... Wesley's topics are going to be kind of related, so I'll keep them together. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, so I'm going to talk about something a little bit different. Um, sometimes I like to branch out. Like one time I talked about vines. Um, um, today I want to talk about phones, specifically because Wesley is working on getting a new phone. I got a dumb phone, guys. And if you can't see it because you're watching or <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry, listening, um, listening, it's a one of those um, slide phones that has the full text keyboard. It, yeah, it's literally like, go ahead. Hold on, it's hold on. Ready, ready? Yeah, did, <laughs> did, that you, did you hear that? That was me getting my man card revoked. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of jealous of you. I remember back really? in the day, I, oh, yeah. I rocked the Crazer. Remember the Crazer? Yeah. I love that. It was like a switchblade. I felt so uh-huh. cool flipping that open, flipping it closed. Yeah. yeah. And then you had the Razor that was the classic whoosh, whip it open. Yeah. Hello? Yes? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm sorry. I have a call. Like, I kind of wanted to be a little like disconnected from like all the buzz mm-hmm. of the internet. So I was like, I'm going to get a dumb phone again and actually talk to people. But it is way too hard to live life now without a smartphone. It's you're, ridiculous. You're just having lunch, and then yeah. like, yo, Kyle, can you Venmo me the money? He's like, sure, instantly money. Boom. And he's like, uh, I don't have cash on me. He's like, well, you're gonna have to pay me later, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever used PayPal? I totally sounded like a grandpa. Like, I was like, what's PayPal? You asked if it was like, an app. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is it an app? <laughs> Does I have one of those newfangled applications I'm hearing about on these Stand devices? That's, that's sad though, because like a lot of a lot of the older generations are actually now transitioning to using technology, so they already have the game that you are, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's kind of. We're sad. in a sweet spot where I feel like we grew up with technology, so we're used to it, but we're not as dependent as on it as like yeah. the next generation. Because I still remember a time when I didn't have internet. Right, and we don't have to like. Like, you could take the time to, like, go to a flip phone and kind yeah. of reappreciate where you came from. Yeah. Where kids now, sorry, blanket statement here, probably couldn't. You yeah. Know? yeah. They don't They don't know life without it, period. Because they have, like, smartphones and devices. You and gosh like darn eight. millennials. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're millennials, too. I'm a millennial, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're I, just, fu- I fully embrace it. It's such a we're wide the, the gap ones. for millennials. I don't know yeah. if I agree with the fact that it should be all bundled as one. Well, like, so you have kids now... So, like, my brother was born in 2000, and he's just barely a, men- a millennial, because I'm pretty sure that 2001, from there on, they're not millennials right. anymore. They're Generation Z. I'd rather consider by decades rather than, like... Yeah. Decades. See, I like to make it a game where I'm like, if you don't know what the original Poke Rap was, you're not a millennial. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's yeah. my rule. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. What's, what would be your rule, Will? <laughs> That's a good question. You get one. You get, you get one. one rule. Yeah. Same with you, okay. You get okay. one. Yeah. Uh, you can't use mine again. Hmm. Like, you're a millennial if X. If X. Yeah. Uh, what is X? Find X. Probably if you know who NSYNC is. 
That's a good one. True. Yeah. That's Wes's. All right. True. Yeah. Dang it! You took a good. I was just yeah. thinking like something. I mean, 90s. I was more of a Backstreet Boy fan, but I respect that. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Oh, oh, if you remember using a Game Boy with an accessory light. Ooh, that killed my battery, but it was worth it. I remember that. Yeah. 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 It, it wasn't too much longer before the SP came out. Yeah. But I remember that. Superior Game Boy. If you yeah. were if you were old enough in a time where screens weren't backlit, that's the, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a pain. That was real life. Killed man. your battery. Yeah. yeah. It came down like like an angler. Like, yeah. like an angler fish. Yeah, it's just it like was the light. Yeah. yeah, like the bendy. Yeah. Oh yeah, it totally reminded me of it. Mine was like 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 that like translucent purple. I remember. Too. Yeah. yeah, I remember yours. Anyway, to uh, get not to get too off topic, but you were talking about phones. Phones. So yeah. real quick, you've got a dumb phone. What phone do you have? I have the Pixel One. Pixel One. I'm getting a Pixel Two when I switch. So Yeah. Um I have a droid um Moto, Moto, you have a Moto Force. Is what it's called. Moto really? Force. Yeah, Moto okay. Force. The Moto series is really good right Mo- now. Yeah, Moto's great, and then they have the. Um, Wait, it's it's called the Moto Force. Yeah. That sounds like a Super Sentai Power Rangers. Like, Moto right? Force. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because yeah. um, then that's their top line one, and then the slightly lesser one is the Moto Play. Uh, but both the Play and the Force has these Moto mods, which uh, you can't see the example, but it's these attachments that magnetically go right on the back they built these phones for william I because <laughs> like william more, this is totally a william more, more thing phone <laughs> smr right phone smr <laughs> it's, it's the, this, this the magnet yeah yeah wait it's just kind of like oh wait wait like, hold on i'm gonna turn mine off of um off of the sound of things so you can hear the cool sound it makes when it connects when it senses that there's a mod oh, oh. i gotta make sure the volume's actually up Oh my god! But like, it's to, like okay. So no offense, but William is like really into like love the new gimmicks that have potential, and it didn't do it. There's what? no noise. Oh, there, there it is. is. Okay, yeah. It was lagging like, a little bit. So yeah. So no offense, but that is, that is totally a William thing to be like really into like something new <laughs> and gimmicky that has that might have potential. These right. things are actually really cool though. Yeah, like they work. Because the thing is, is that this is Motomod. This is a battery one. The one I have, and this one I have on ninety five percent of the time. Uh, if you're wondering what this little guy here is, that's just a magnetic thing for my car mount. Yeah. Um, which is also really cool. Yeah. Um, but basically, um, they have all these things that different attachments that just magnetically hook to the back of your thing. It doesn't involve Bluetooth or anything. Which one is that? Is that the battery pack? This is the battery pack. Okay. Um, and it's so awesome because you just slap it on and it's already recognized. Like yeah. you don't have to do anything else. There's no other settings. Before you keep going, Moto, sponsor us. We're, yeah, hashtag not sponsored. Not yet <laughs> so sponsored. Hashtag not yet sponsored. So you slap the t- the roof of your phone and this bad boy can fit so many mods in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my favorite meme right now. It's that, so good. Yeah, that's amazing. This bad boy has so much battery life in it. Yeah. <laughs> I am a slave to the memes. It's all too. so yeah. good. Love that meme, but continue with it. <laughs> no, that's a worthy introdup- uh, introdu- interruption. 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 There you go. Wow. William also has trouble with words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... But yeah, so the other one I have is a, a speaker one, which is awesome. So yeah. just like instant speeder mod, like speeder, sp- speeder mod. You, you messed me up words. now. Now, that's pod racing. Up. now that is pod <laughs> racing. Yeah, yeah. A speeder. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so yeah, but so like this battery one, what I love about it is that this just makes your phone like just a, like kind of like a thicker phone, but it's still like a normal. It's a thick boy now. Yeah. How many, how many C's, Will? But it's still totally like a normal, like it's not outrageously big or anything like that. Yeah. Totally fits into all your pockets still. Um, and it it's doubles. Like the thickness of mine. Yeah. Now. It doubles the life. And so I never have to worry about it's body like, life for yeah. the entire day. And it's, it's like so you've collected awesome. a heart in Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's so awesome. Um, and um, then the speaker one's also pretty good. And that one comes with a kickstand, too. Yeah. So it also allows you to prop your phone up. And sometimes I'll have on the speaker mod just for the kickstand, because I want to watch a video. I mean, it's why I got this case, because it has that kickstand. So. Yo. Yeah, my so. first smartphone case. So I love that. Stand, and then so. another feature that this phone has, not related to the mods I love, is that it has a unbreakable screen. And you're wondering, it's how is that even possible? That. That's probably like Astrat. Like, no. Just like you can't. You will break the phone before you break the screen, because it's made mostly with plastic particles. So like a special kind of plastic. It's not like you think like oh plastic that sounds cheap like no this is a specially crafted kind of plastic. Plastics are a real industry, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and we're not talking about the Mean Girls. No. <laughs> nope. Um, so yeah, this guy, um, I've you can watch videos of it. Like literally, you will break the phone before you break the screen. Like you That's have awesome. to do some crazy so stuff. Which to one it. of that is it again? It's the Moto Force. Where does the Moto Four fit in with this? The Moto Four? Yeah, the Moto Four. That's their flagship phone. 
No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. This is, this is their flagship Fact one. Fact-checking, this, this is the original iteration. They have the second one, and then the third one coming out later this year. It's the Moto um, 5. No. I, I, you can check. Fact-check me. I know. As someone who's on Moto phones, because even before this, I had a Moto some other phone before okay. Google bought them. But um, I've had Motorola's for a while now. Before I went to this dumb phone, I had a, Mo I had a Moto, 4, Moto, Moto G4 Play, I think. I think you're talking about the, the, the flagship phones that Walmart carries. No, go on their website. Moto is has them by number. But yeah, Will, well, Kyle's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Um, but yeah, so what I want to talk about is just like, so this guy's going to be due for an upgrade at the end of the year. Yep. I have three phones that I'm really looking at. You mentioned the Pixel. Um, by the end of the year, we'll have a Pixel 3. That's, mm -hmm. I'm watching to see what they do with that one. Yep. I don't know what else they'll do from here. Because with, they made a lot of improvements with the second one, but for the third one, I don't know where they go from here. I think that's their time to innovate, where they come out with stuff that we didn't know we wanted that now we have kind of stuff. Um, because Google's been trying to get in this phone business for a while now. Yeah, I've, I've been doing phone research because I wanted to get... It'll actually be the first flagship phone that I've ever owned. I usually get those like $100 ones that last for like a year or whatever because I'm oh, really? cheap. Yeah, wow. but... um. What I learned is that the Google Pixel 2 is actually, like, the cheapest flagship phone on the market that has, like, the best specs. How much is it? You can get it on... You can get a brand new one on eBay for 430 bucks. It's probably you, on the lower me internal memory size. Like 64. Four, 64. Oh, 64. Okay. Yeah. But you can buy that same phone from Google for, like, 600 They're on sale right now, actually. So. Meanwhile, Alvin's, Apple's, like, 1000 bucks, yo, starting. Yeah. I should preface that, like, I'm not an Apple fan. I've always... None of us are. No, I'm not either. Yeah. And but yeah. the the um, the iPhone SE, still one of the best phones out there, even if you're not... It has guy. some good phones, but the 10 is just not worth... The, when you compare it money-wise, it's not worth it. No, it's not. Like... I watched... What was I? I was watching that that really famous YouTube guy with you. Uh, Unbox Theory? No. The, 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 like, original, like, he's got, like, the crazy hair and he lives in New York. And Casey Neistat? Yeah, that guy. Casey Neistat. Okay. He was doing, what was it? He was doing a phone comparison with the iPhone 10. Uh, he's like, it's really cool, but sometimes the face thing doesn't work. Yeah. Or what was it? I don't like the face idea at all. Yeah. The t look, the touch thing, that's the pinnacle of, of, like, logging into your phone because it's instant. You can yeah. have it unlock as you're pulling up to your face. Like, you don't even need... Because it didn't he say even after it recognizes your face, you have to wait a couple seconds and then it unlocks yeah. or something like that. Oh, I remember the story. It's, uh, it was, like, pretty funny, and uh, it's going to be a little bit racist here. But um, <laughs> there was a um, a Chinese worker working at the factory where they made the phones, I guess, and then her co-worker was able to unlock the phone <laughs> using the other co-worker's face. because I've heard of, like, <laughs> twins being able to lock each other's phone, but yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Yep. Yikes. So I guess they need to calibrate it more. That's, but I that's, not, funny. You, that's not you being racist. That's Apple being racist. That's just, I thought it was funny. <laughs> well, like, they all look the same anyway, yeah, so. so. Whoa. Okay, no, that was <laughs> that, a little that's bit That's what Apple's thinking. <laughs> well, you didn't preface that first. I hope, no one, me? <laughs> I hope no one downloads this and starts, you know, like editing what you just said to <laughs> out of context. <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah. Wesley from Geek Kind, mass racist. Like they care enough about me to say it's Quote, <laughs> unquote, all Asians are the same. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. that was a fun story. Yeah. So yeah, um, and we're not a big fan of the ten, so we'll just push that aside as far as we yeah. can. Um, I'm not a fan of spending a lot of money on a phone anyway. I mean, I what's your budget here? My budget is like five hundred bucks. That's a lot of money. Still. It will, <laughs> but that's that's me knowing knowing I want a flagship phone. Yeah, and so like that's still on the lower end of flagship phones because they're all in like the eight hundred range. And now. one that that people commonly refer to as like a top of line phone that's budget is the um the OnePlus uh, series of yeah, phones. Yeah, but there's some there are still some issues with those. There's still some issues, but they're trying to be a flagship phone on a more budget price. So they do cut some corners, yeah. but a lot of people swear by those phones. Um I don't know a lot about them personally, so I can't speak much on the half. But the other two I want to talk about um there's the ones I have done a lot of research on. So we have um, the Pixel 2 coming out at the end of the year. Pixel 3 coming out. Yeah. Sorry, Pixel 3, thank you. Um, we got the next version of this guy coming mm -hmm. out, I think, this summer. Um, and then we also have the Razer 2 phone coming around sometime towards the end That's of the year as well. not a flip phone. Not a flip. No, <laughs> not Motorola Razer, like Razer the gaming company. Because if you oh, didn't know... Oh, really? They're coming out with a phone? Well, yeah. Let me tell you. So their phone <laughs> that they put out, which was last year, by the way, you're huh. behind the times here. I didn't here, know dude. that. Um, they're focusing on making it as... As ironic as it seems, the gaming phone, as much people say, like, 
phone game renders on game. It's like, okay, but the thing is that when you make a, when you make a phone for gaming, it's naturally going to be at so many good things. So, like, if you have a gaming computer, it's naturally going to be a good a lot of things because gaming is, like, the most demanding thing you can yeah, do on a so computer. Yeah, so your phone's going to be, like, it's going to be right. Really so, th things that they have done different right from the get-go. They have two front-facing stereo speakers on your phone. The sound quality is the best native sound you can get on any phone on the market. Um, they have, um, like, a, I think it's a 4,000 milliamp battery, which is one of the biggest wow. size batteries on the market. Lasts for a really long time. Is this the one that's already out or one that's coming out? One that's already out. Okay. Um, we don't know many specs right. about the new one that's coming out. Um, and then um, their screen has a, a higher refresh rate. In fact, I think it's, yeah, it's twice the speed of your normal refresh rate on the phone. If you don't know what a refresh rate, you'll see it mostly come referred to with gaming monitors. Basically, your monitor is constantly refreshing how many times it's updating the picture that you see on the screen, which usually is like a crazy amount per second. Um, but so if you have like a certain amount of frames per your footage, it maxes, it caps at a certain point because your monitor can only show a certain yeah. amount of frames per second. So you get a higher one, then that becomes even smoother. So if you have a game running at like 120 frames per second, not all monitors. It looks like real life, probably. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's. I think 120 is the cap for when things start becoming like you can't tell the difference beyond that point. Yeah. Um, but uh, but anyways, uh, most your gen your normal monitor won't be able to show that as cleanly as a higher refresh rate monitor How will. How much does this phone cost? Razer phone. Yeah. Um. I think it came out around six hundred bucks. Okay. What I want to say, could be wrong, but it's a, it's around that. It's it's a little bit on that cheaper place. So. Yeah, I might look at it. Um, the reason why I'm really interested in the second one because they did have some downfalls. So Razer bought a phone company that okay. allowed them to do this to have the missing pieces for hardware to do this. And some of the things that aren't great, their camera isn't the best. Um, some of their buttons on their phone are kind of cheap. Okay. Um, and so little things that they're easily fixable though. And so that's why I'm really excited for the second one because I feel like the second iteration of product always has the most amount of improvements when you're going from iteration to iteration. Arguable, because I don't like the Pixel 2 because it lacks that earphone jack. That's but you also said that if you weren't, if you didn't need that, it was like... Yeah, no, if you're not a yeah. person who... If you're a person who always uses Bluetooth, then there's no reason for you. But yeah. for me, I love my headphone jacks. I, I do, too, because yeah. two things is that, one, the audio quality is better, and two, just the price for hardware is so much cheaper. I actually would argue that about the audio quality. No, no, Bluetooth. no, no, it's a fact. It's less quality through Bluetooth than it is I have, through live. I, have, I must have some really good Bluetooth You can have good then. ones, but I think what it's most notable to me is in the car. When you have Bluetooth versus oh, the car okay. during an aux, I you can I tell the difference. I have plan on using it in the car anyway. I'm still so. a CD guy. That's fair. Um, no, but Will's... I can't be saying this, but Will is right. Uh, from, a, <laughs> from a technical standpoint, in terms of, um, I don't know how much of an audio guru there are, but in terms of the data sent, in terms of data quality, yeah. uh, auxiliary, it's like the difference between Ethernet port, in terms of internet speed, as opposed to Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. Like no, I, so, I get that. So yeah. you can tell the difference, okay. but it's not major, but there okay. is a difference. Right. So on a speaker quality like your car, if you have good speakers in your car, um, you can tell the difference. And it's yeah. not crazy. But you can tell the difference. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know how much a big audio file you are. That's all right. Yeah. Another I'm, thing I'm is that I'm a pretty big audio file. That's why I'm surprised I didn't know. Another didn't thing, really especially notice. that's great for me in podcasts when listening to the car, is that your volume doesn't go as loud with Bluetooth as it does mm -hmm. with an aux. And sometimes with some podcasts, um, depending on what traffic you have around here, you really need to crank it up mm -hmm. to really understand fully what they're saying. And sometimes the Bluetooth just doesn't always cut it. You know, okay. you miss certain sentences well, and whatnot. I suppose I should put a plug in then because. Yeah. Because, <laughs> pun intended. Maybe, yeah. Well, because is it UBL that has like the speakers and stuff? Like your brother has a speaker. JBL. JBL. JBL is really good because I have their their wireless sports. Uh, yeah, those ear, are good. earbuds. They're so good, and I'm a big like heavy metal fan, and it's really hard to find headphones and earpods that like they can get the middle sound right, mm. so it doesn't just sound like gurgled all the time. These are pretty good. Everyone's focused on that bass. <laughs> yeah, I know everybody's focused on the bass, but for metal people, it's like the middle. It's yeah. like the middle sounds that you need. So because that's where the majority of stuff is. Yeah. So. And with metal, you have a lot of competing instruments because it's all like sometimes. Yeah. So, um, and then the uh, then we have the Pixel Three. Like I said, we don't know what the innovation is going to be like for that. Um, and then we have the third guy. This one, which the thing that makes me hard that I want to switch because I would love to support Razer's venture in becoming a competitor for yeah. Google. Samsung and Apple, 
Um, I'd love to throw another company in there in the ranks there. And I love what they're innovating. Like do, they're doing different stuff. You know, um, their new refresh rate it really allows you to show the innovations of the processors because we they talk about phones always having better processes year after year but you'd never really notice it because the thing is that's always more noticeable is the fact that you have a new phone that hasn't been used and clogged up with data so obviously it's going to seem faster because you have a fresh phone it's like getting a new computer even if it's the same stats it's going to seem faster because you don't mm. have so much crap on it so same stats i like that <laughs> um so but with this it actually utilizes the processor because there's some beefy processors in these flagship phones, um, better than a lot of your like three hundred to four hundred dollar laptops that you'll yep. see. Um, so the new refresh rate that Razer is now implementing on phones, which has never been implemented on phones before, by the way, they were the first to do it, and now some companies are starting to do it. Um, it really shows how fast the processor is. All your, especially with the touch screens, it seems way more responsive. What the heck? What are Excellent. you watching, <laughs> Freaking Kitchen Nightmares went on my phone for some reason. What? <laughs> I, I've been on a Kitchen Nightmares uh, binge recently. Shoutouts to Gordon Ramsay. Oh, okay. Hashtag not yet sponsored. But you know what? That's <laughs> great. But like, Wes, if you if you are really considering budget, you have to think about what kind of phone do you want and what tasks do you need to do. For me, my old phone couldn't even run Pokemon Go, and that's all I, <laughs> I want. That would be sad. That's all I was like. I just want to play like, Pokemon Go. I'm like, yeah. well, the Pixel Two or Pixel at the time, Pixel was new. Like, Pixel can do that, and then more. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll I'll justify spending this amount of money because this phone. I fully intend to have this phone until I die. Really? Yeah. The, the Pixel one's that good? I, I think cause it because it does it does what I want it to. Okay, do. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm looking for a phone. That has enough memory where I don't have to worry about it ever running out of memory. Yep. What do you have on there? It's like 120 gigs. Wow. I should yeah. say, nice what thing the about the Google that? phones that Google has put in is that they give you unlimited um, cloud um, picture storage yeah. wow. when you have okay. a Pixel. How's the camera on that? It's great. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think wow. Pixel has the, I think the consensus is it's tight and it's argued, but I think the consensus is that the Pixels have the best camera phones on the market currently. Wow. Yeah. I not mean, by a lot, but I think that it's, people it's, tend it's good enough for me. Does it ever slow down no. much? No? no. And you can run Google you can I mean you can run Pokemon Go and yeah. you're fine. Yeah. Wow. Uh, maybe I just how what what, what was the You're not used to flagship you've never had a flagship I'm, phone. I've never had so, so I'm, yeah, I'm like worried I'm worried that it's gonna be unreliable. Like Is I that said, not something like, I have the, to worry about the budget wow. you the budget you set uh-huh. you were able to get a pixel. Okay. Yeah, so you're fine. Wow, okay. Maybe I'll just do that. And I'll kind of finish off with this. That's why I always say it's worth the extra money that you put on a flagship phone because if you're someone like me who uses the phone, I'm a big fan of investing more money with the use of stuff that you're doing. So, like, I'm using my phone every day. I should invest more money in it. And having a more dependable phone, making it like a flagship phone, is worth the extra few hundred that you'll put into it. Future-proofing it. Yeah. I'm I'm that kind of person that I don't like, like, plans on anything. William gives me crap about this. But like I love to act, I like to like fully like buy things, like just outright buy things. So it's tough for me because I want a phone that I that I don't have to worry about all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, but and that's the nice thing about yeah. Flagship phone. Okay. I cool. I will look into that. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Like, What's that look for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like that, yeah. That's Welcome. the uh, that's the transition look for your next topic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we can do that. I will flip. Oh wait. I'll flip it over now. Yeah. Gary. Gary the time. I forgot his name, Gary. Yeah. Gary. Yeah. Gary. So I'm going to talk about why I'm not an anime fan. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. People Heresy. are triggered. Yeah. Where's the trigger warning? I know. Heresy. And like, I never thought I would feel like the one out of place for not liking anime, but like so many of my friends like anime now. It's, I'm just like, I'm the odd right one now. out. Yeah. I mean, like, and I'm not counting things like Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. Those are animes, but those are so, like, mainstream now. I feel like most people just like them and know about them. Because I like Dragon Ball Z and I like Pokemon. And I even like Death Note. Like, Death Note is probably my fan of favorite anime. My considering, favorite anime as well. Yeah, considering that I am not an anime fan. Um, and then, like, here and there, there will be one that's interesting. But honestly, probably everybody's watching it if I'm watching it. Because mm-hmm. I just, I'm not a big anime person. So... I think I'm more interested to hear why you guys like anime more so than me to just be like, eh, I don't like anime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I asked Kyle before we started like what his top five were. So um, for me, I'll go first because my thing is much more quick than yours will probably be because you're, he, and Kyle is our anime guru if you're not familiar with Kyle. Um, That's his way of saying I'm a giant weeb. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyle the weeb on. But for me, 
you mentioned Dragon Ball Z and yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh stuff like that. That's the anime I find unappealing, and okay. I was like, I'm not into that. It's just yeah. not for me. And that, and for a while, well, I don't like Yu-Gi-Oh. We'll just get okay. For a while, <laughs> I thought uh, that that was all anime. When anime is okay. not a genre, it's an art form. It's just yeah. Japanese cartoons. Mm-hmm. So that's like saying all American cartoons are a genre. I was like, what? Yeah. No. Um. So um. So then I found Death Note, and that really introduced me to the really drama and plot driven animes that exist out there and that one as soon as I watched that I was hooked I binged that in less than a week like in three days mm. I finished the entire thing it was so freaking that's good that's it less than a week wow amateur <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not one with the binge at the but time but like so I know that I'm I know that I'm actually not an anime fan and not just like ignorant because I've watched some of like the ones that everybody swears by and I'm just not interested right like I'm not a, I tried to watch Full Metal Alchemist I couldn't I the original or Brotherhood it. Brotherhood okay and the original a little bit but I know bro- like people recommended Brotherhood I just couldn't yeah. get into it that's the um, more complete story Attack on Titan I know it's losing faith of people lately but it's still really popular even the first season was only mildly interesting to me. Like only that's point. the one that people swear by. Is yeah, the first season. It, and it, it's cool. Like I was really hooked for like the first couple episodes, but then after that, it was only like certain like high points that I was like, whoa, like I don't know. So, um, real quick to cap off. Mine. Yeah, go ahead. So Death Note kicked off like, oh, like anime can also have these crazy, amazing really intense stories, and that's yep. what I love about anime is these stories that we just don't find from American makers, you know? Yep. Um, and so I really enjoyed that. I've enjoyed uh, uh, the show Erased a lot as we well. Watched, did we watch the live action of that one? It was one that we watched the live action That's, one of. It, it was, was Death Note, but then Erased also actually has a live action one. Um, Full Metal Alchemist together. has a yeah. live action one as well. Bleach is having one as well. Soon. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I don't even know what that is. Um, it's so a good yeah. product. Fair warning. I've only seen about a dozen animes, um, but I'm pretty picky about which ones I've done, and they're all like plot. So, like, I also really love Soul Eater. Um, big fan I've of that seen one. you guys watch that one a yeah, little bit. That's pretty that's, great. Yeah. Um, and what other ones? Um, like, I'm a huge fan of My Hero Academia, even though that's like the it anime, and I want to like be against it, but it's just too pure and wholesome. It's such a such a good anime. Quick question: Who wins? You can answer too. Goku or All Might? I think it's gonna be Goku. Yeah. All Might actually has a cap. As far as we know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, just keeps I'm gonna Yu-Gi-Oh! say... Just keep going I'm gonna say neither. I'm gonna say Sailor Moon. Oh! Sailor Moon. Is that on your top five? No. No? Okay. No. All right. Um, yeah, so that's all I have to... Just I, say I, it for the memes. I appreciate okay. the, the story and plot-drivenness of yeah. anime, and that's what what I like. I'm not a huge fan of all anime. I'm a fan of the anime that I like to watch because it's not a genre, again. It's mm-hmm. an art form. Yeah. So. so, like, and one of my things actually about anime... Is I'm not I'm not as appreciative of the art of it as a lot of people who watch it are. I'm not really a big fan of like the super like like emotional like like the how emotive it is. I guess you, kind see, of throws I love me that, off. and uh, I will I will disagree. I like those things and how they use animation to express emotions differently overall. Yeah. And that's why anime such a, has such a hard time with live action because they can't really pull that off in a way that doesn't seem corny or cheesy. You have talked about arguments over whether Ruby, an American-based, essentially, That's anime... That's I like Ruby. I yeah. like Ruby. Okay. Um, it's, uh, if you haven't heard of Ruby, it's a... Um, it's amazing. It's a show made by Rooster Teeth that's very anime-inspired and aims to be a very anime-like show, however, is made in America, making a heavy debate of whether it's actually anime or not. It's like uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, in, yeah. in that respect. It's a, it's and a, yeah. Ruby makes a better case. Yeah. Oh yeah. Last Airbender was never trying to be anime. No, it was just done in a yeah. like an anime kind of so, style. Um, Shoutouts to my panel. Ruby is an anime. And that's what I was getting to. Is yeah. like you've talked a lot about the fundamentals of anime and what makes anime anime. And would you like to to go into? I mean, we're still on Wesley's topic right now. No, I'm, I'm gonna flesh out his point. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Go for so, it. Is that what your topic is after this? No, no, I, I, I know it. I just want you to. Oh, Gary's still oh. going, dude. Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. So, where was I? No, it's like so. The art, I'm not like super big into. Um, I guess I'm trying to think because and I don't know. They just don't like overall. They just don't grab me. And sometimes, like I'm still like a little weary of that stigma of like anime is perverted, even though even though like. There is that kind of stuff in it every exists. medium. Yeah, in every medium. But come on, you know it's tr- like you know it's real. Like there's a stigma against anime for being well, like that. And I've met and talked to people 
who consider that all of anime, which is which is not disgraceful. True. You got to be yeah. fair. I mean, you have to be because you still. know Pokemon, you know exactly. Yu-Gi-Oh, you know Dragon Ball, you and you know that that isn't um, anything of that category. And your people say like, oh, like I've had people where I'm talking about anime and they'll quote unquote correct me. So like, oh, so hentai. It's like, no, no. anime. Like that's. Yeah, Ugh, See, it, that's, it, it that's gets being, me so angry. Yeah, that's that's being unfair about it. But still, but, but like sometimes still like even in even in ones that aren't all about that, they still have elements of it. And I just even in like non anime, I try to avoid yeah. that stuff, that kind of stuff. So, so and that's that's its own section. And yeah, that's for its own group of people. And there's people who enjoy that. There's people who don't. And when I think about anime, I think about again how it's an art form, not a genre, and how not every anime fan is going to enjoy the same parts of anime. You know. Um, some people enjoy more plot different some some will appreciate more action based stuff um, like a lot of original anime there was also a lot of like magical girl animes like Sailor Moon and things like that that's a whole <laughs> genre within anime there um, like anime has just as much genres as they are genres oh, yeah. for like traditional movies and stuff like that yeah so I guess what's for me to really, because I'm trying to develop my rebuttal right now. And, uh, <laughs> I guess I don't, I don't think it's fair to label your stance as I'm not an anime fan. You clearly like a lot of anime. Okay. I just think you need to refine your question a bit so I have a better idea what you're trying, to, what your point of argument is. So saying you don't like anime, I don't think it's true because you said you listed a lot, a lot of things you do enjoy. You said you like Death, or sorry, Death yeah. Note. That's like one of the many animes I recommend to people who have never experienced anime before. Mm-hmm. That's so, like the the anime of our generation because it's brought in so many people to anime. Including yeah. myself. I guess I guess what I'm saying is if I do like an anime, it's for things other than the fact of what defines an anime. I guess that's that's the can of worms because uh, yeah. that also isn't fair because as Will okay. alluded to, and I guess a spoiler to my Ruby is an anime panel is that anime is such a huge media and art form as you you put it that it isn't fair to shoehorn it into some kind of Webster dictionary thing. Okay, where I that's why my panel I open with. I do not consider. I do not take the Webster definition of anime, which is animation made in Japan, as the end-all, be-all definition or defi- defining of anime. Okay. Because it's super hard to define what anime is. What's your definition of anime? Anime is, and this is sound like a cop out, because it absolutely is. But anime is something that each particular person has his own definition of. So for me, and this is actually playing into the hentai part. Is I consider it um, animation or anime to be anime if it has a beach episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not wrong, I guess. Therefore, Ruby is not an anime to me. It doesn't have a beach episode. <laughs> nope. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yep. So I'm um, Rooster Teeth, please. Now, yeah. now it, it's funny, like, because um, you said in the panel that it's all different. Like to us, that's kind of weird. Is like, why would you like, like, why is that that's such a quintessential thing? But for the culture in Japan. That's like yeah. it's expected, well, you know. So if if like for you, if if the definition of anime is so subjective, then I guess at least the way I would define anime, which I'm actually not prepared to give a definition. It's hard, but like yeah. the way the way that I see anime, then if that's an acceptable definition, mm-hmm. I I would consider myself not an anime fan. Okay. Yeah, I like. It's it's if I like an anime, it's an anomaly rather than a regularity. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So basically, your argument is that. When you go to watch, say we just throw a random anime at you, the chances of you liking it low. is lower than the chances of you liking it. Yeah, and the chances of me being interested to try it in the first place are probably really low. That's fair. And and, and, and and like I'm not trying to be unfair about it. I just no, that's interested. I think that's a fair way of looking at it. if you're a fan or not. Is that if like if you're just to throw an anime at you, typically would you lean towards yes? Yeah, or I never no? choose. I've never chosen on my own to watch an anime. Right. Not to sound like people have ever forced it on me, because I'm grateful to have watched some of them, but I never go, I never actually choose to watch one on my own. So, like, a, uh, a funny comparison that I just thought of is, like, for instance, we brought into Alex to watch the Super Bowl. Let's yep. that one time. He's not really a sports fan, love the Super but Bowl, he though. enjoyed that game It'd be with the Patriots. Yeah. Even though I, I love football a yeah, lot. So like, <laughs> yeah, you're a sports fan, but he's not yeah. really a sports fan, no. but he enjoyed that game yeah. and appreciated it and loved that one game. Yeah. Would he go out so you, and watch you, the whole season? You wouldn't go out of your no. way to watch I wouldn't anime. go out of my way to watch anime, no. The animes that I do like, it's because peop- other people have been like, you need to watch this. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay. And like, okay. Okay. And normally you... I've watched them with them. Like, actually, we still haven't finished Death Note, to be honest with you. So I, I think I have a better idea what your stance is there, and that's fair. Yeah. I, I respect okay. that. Yeah. So I guess to really you know pursue that, like, what in the animes that you do like, 
uh, there were some aspects of it that really interested you. For example, taking Death Note again, there was a lot that I assume you're a fan of that, like a huge cat and mouse game, that intrigue, that storytelling. I'm like, what I like about Death Note is kind of like, I like how dark it is. Um, yeah. And I like... Animation's always considered to be more of a children's thing in America, where in Japan, it's an all-ages thing, you know? Yeah. I like that. I I think that Death Note has a like a tastefulness about how dark it is. It's not like dark for dark's sake, and it's not overly morbid. Yeah. But it's kind of. Um, I mean, unless you're watching the American live action movie of it, and it's just disgraceful. Well, see, that's but... what I was thinking. Is like I felt like that was pulling notes from um, Final yeah. Destination. Yeah, where it the was, whole purpose totally. of the movie is just to see gore, basically. Yeah. And that's not what Death Note's about. It's no. not about gore. It's about the story of two masterminds and their definition of justice. Yeah. You know. And there were certain characters that I liked in Death Note, like L. I love I I love L. Like, if I if I want to get like one of these guys of a character, a pop then I really I want an L pop figure so bad. They exist. I'm a pop it has to I know it right. does. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. They have pop figures of every. Yeah, but I have this policy where I don't ever buy my own pop figures. I like to. It's like a They're collection easy thing. It's it's more fun when there's a story behind how you got it or who you it to you. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So that's that's what it is with Death Note. With with Ruby, it's honestly the weapons and how everybody has a theme. That's just something I'm I interested in, no matter things. what it is. I love I love themes for people. Like every every character in Ruby, their personality shows through what they're wearing. Like so, like or just how they look or how yeah. like what weapons they have. That's super interesting to me, no matter what it is. So like, honestly, I love like that's one of the things I loved about Power Rangers growing up, or anything like that, where there was colors and there was like, like a like a character or an animal associated with something. Do you think that has to do a lot with your uh, superhero comic? Probably, see, probably. And see, and to really argue that point, I think you saying you're not an infant isn't that. It's just like you're. When you boil down, because like I said, anime is such an art form nowadays that you can boil it down to just simple things. Like what you said, you liked themes, you liked very purposed characters, you liked the thematic things, yeah. you liked good character development, you like a plot line. Well, is that not just a universal trope within all media? Oh, definitely. Yeah, so the only yeah. thing that's different from anime is just like, well, it's the art style, which we both are not qualified to talk about. Mm -hmm. So for the purpose of this argument, I'm not going to talk about because I'm not an artist. Um, and, and then the other thing is just like point of origin. Yeah. Which in our case, it really doesn't matter. Like it, animation made no, in Japan or that'd American. Be the, that'd be a genetic fallacy. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's just animation. In fact, mm -hmm. um, in Japan, they call anything that's animation anime. anime. Yeah. So that's that goes into more of philosophical etymology, which again, I'm not qualified to talk about. No. So that's like one of those points. So for you, I guess you just like specific just aspects of the media so like yeah. thematic characters mm -hmm. which you brought up with Power Rangers and stuff like that yep. which is a super, based on Super Sentai which is point of origin being Japan Yeah. so I would say you know you probably won't but I would say I would I would say watch Madoka Magica a, a Yo, yeah yeah no What's I that? also recognize yeah. that so without spoilers it's the whole it's a magical girl anime it's a magical anime. Yeah. And so well, take, take I may not here. like it for other reasons then. No, <laughs> I honestly I would suggest it. Within the yeah. anime community, it's one of those animes like because yeah, it, watch it. Yeah. I'll I'll try to not talk about it too much, but it, it tries to challenge the definition of your traditional magical girl anime. And as huh. someone who doesn't enjoy that genre, I live by this anime. It is what's it so called? Madoka Magic. One of you guys just send me a link later. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's okay. an easy binge. There's a season and a few movies, I believe. Yeah, yeah. just um, like twelve episodes. Just watch it. Yeah. And if you liked the story-driven things, this is a very story-driven anime okay. and and character because each of them has their own color yeah. theme yeah. and personality, which shows very in true. Their, which shows in their outfits. Like, yeah. And I will say that Madoka Magica is the one that really started the the three episode theorem. Of, yeah, the Madoka, the Madoka rule. Yeah. Yeah. Where uh, in it's almost infamous in the anime community, where like whenever you watch a new series, mm -hmm. you give if it's episodic, you give it three episodes, and if you like it, you stick with it. If you don't, drop it. Yeah, it's the three episode rule, but we call it the Madoka rule. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that about animes that I've never been like a huge fan of, a huge fan of. Yeah, and I don't want this to seem like I'm not saying this in a bad way or like being stereotypical or whatever, but it just seems like an anime for me. More often than not, the plot or the lore is very complicated, or it seems to be overly complicated. At least looking at it from the outside. That's fair, but that's one of the things I enjoy about it. I like okay. thought-provoking. I like anime. a little bit. Like it needs to be deep enough so that you can have fun with it. But I like things to be more meth, like more method, like 
have a more methodology to them. Explain that a little bit better. Like, so, like, the whole thing with, like, the colors and the themes and stuff, that's a little easier to follow, but you can do so much with it. <laughs> Listen, Rather, I like colors. I like colors and stuff. <laughs> You're like, yeah, the shapes. Like, I like pictures and books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like, so, I, I guess the only way, way to really explain that is, um... You like, like things that have a certain depth, but not be complicated for the sake of exactly. being complicated. So, like, take like, lo- the Lord of the Rings universe. That's really easy to follow, and like arguable. <laughs> I was like, mm. well, okay. So, may- <laughs> maybe it's it might, for that case, it might just be my, my Star time Wars would be more it. easy to follow. But no, arguable. no, Star Wars has gotten complicated. Okay, arguable. well, um, throw that out. Throw See, that I think I think your bias is showing. So, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to for deny you. It. For you, you said Lord of the Rings easy. For me, I'm like, well, I haven't even read the Similarian, so that's itemized. Yeah. Yeah. I've read this one earlier. Really when, yeah. when a when a, okay. when a own movie has their own language, that yeah, really starts to lose me about how simple me, it is. To be totally fair, though, there is no such thing as an unbiased person. So no. we just have to get that out of the way. But like, yeah. uh, that's what I said. Like the point you're trying to make, while well, I do see what it is and yeah. I agree that it is a point, yep. it's not fair to really make those blanket statements because again, anime is so large nowadays where you, oh, yeah. you can't just shoehorn it into like, oh, all anime has complicated story. Like, well, have you seen One Punch Man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally a bald dude punching things one Which, time. That's and not die. one that I've seen either. Okay. I, no you, you, you might like no that. recommendation. No, no, they, that is recommendation. Oh, another one. Okay. You would like that just because it challenges the typical tropes of superheroes. superheroes. Media. See, and you guys Which also, we talked about last time. You guys also told me I'd like My Hero Academia because I like superheroes. Yes. But it, so, that is a combination, in my opinion, of like an X Men and like if X Men was an anime, almost mm-hmm. it's not quite the same because we talked about the differences of how their powers aren't like mutations. There's yeah. some ones that are mutation-based, but m- and more often than not, they're kind of like mystical power, just yeah. abilities that they have, so, you know? I'm not trying to stroke with a broad bu- brush, and I'm not I'm not like trying to be unfair, because I don't want to hate on anime. Yeah, like, so yeah, this I, isn't I you feel, hating on anime. No, it's not me hating on anime. I just, I feel like I have a, like a good reason why I don't. And I don't know, like, it really just boils down to, I'm on Netflix, and I never, I never choose to watch an anime. Hmm. Oh. This is also. Do you want to know what I do watch though for TV shows? What I'm a sitcom guy. What does that say about me? <laughs> I love sitcom. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you can say that if you want. No, no. I I, I love Friends. I love How Much Your Mother. Yeah. And, I was. Yeah, yeah. I just finished Friends. That was so emotional oh, for me. Same. Yeah. Man. Friends, uh, The Office, that '70s show. Those are I, like probably do, my top three favorite shows. I do ever. love me some Office and Parks and Rec. I still haven't finished Parks and Rec. I need to. Parks and Rec is rough because so it's like... So, would you watch an anime version of a sitcom? Probably, yeah. If those exist. That's what's, that has to exist. Those exist? Yeah. If they... If... Yeah, I probably would. What's what's your top picks regarding that? Like, anime sitcoms or just anime in general? Anime sitcoms. Anime sitcoms. So, the, the closest thing I can think of that is the slice of life genre. So, when you yeah. think about uh, what you like a sitcom, it's just a group of close friends going about their day having crazy shenanigans. Okay. Yeah. Huh, yeah. Yeah, like, right. they, like there's really no... Like, there are times when it's like part one and part two, maybe part three, overarching storyline between multiple episodes. But when it comes down to it, it's just, as Seinfeld puts it, it's a group of dudes doing nothing. I'd have to see how much I grew to appreciate it because I do... Another thing is is I'm, I'm not drawn to animation in general. Right. I, I would say that you also appreciate the character relationships yeah. and their interactions yeah. between characters and characters. Yeah. So and that, a lot of character interactions. And well. I love the Sus Love genre because that group of friends and camaraderie is something I'll never have. So I really enjoy <laughs> being able to live through their lives vicariously. Wow, that was... Yeah. Single tear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm crying on the inside, trust we're, me. We're here for you, Kyle. Yeah. So. so, recommendation of a Slice of Life anime? Slice of Life that's, like, not too anime. It might be... T- like, that, that's coming into my part, but I would have to, like, think about it, because there are a lot of the types of lives that I like have their own unique flair okay. that might be too over the top for you. Okay. An example would be Dragon Maid, uh, because... True. Yeah, literally, the premise is, like, a little dragon becomes a cute anime girl with a dragon tail and lives with this regular, normal Joe Schmo character, See, so and they have shenanigans. <laughs> See, that's so strange to you. But conversely, so but conversely, if someone says, oh, it's just a group of high schoolers hanging out and just living their lives, I'll be like, that sounds boring. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like comedy? Yeah. Oh, then I would definitely recommend, uh, I don't know what the long term of it, but I, what do you like to call it? Nietzsche Bros? Okay. Literally a group of high school dudes having just... Just dudes being dudes and having these shenanigans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of that Vine... 
Uh, whereas like and they were roommates. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. no. It's like a father and a son or something like that. They're in a football stadium. It's like what's better than this? Dudes being dudes, like like guys being guys. Something, something stupid like that. What what could be better than this? Just just dudes being dudes, you know. <laughs> But that's, no, that's, I mean, I'll definitely give you a recommendation for that. Maybe you like it, but that's one of my favorite comedy animes. And, yeah, yeah so to pair with that recommendation, Madoka Magica and My Hero Academia. Okay. So. Or, as a cool fan's called, Macadamia. Maybe we'll have Macadamia. a, re- maybe we'll have a revisit of this topic. We'll have you watch some of those new recommendations and see Don't if it changes. Don't hold your breath, man. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Okay. Yeah. So. This is us trying to corrupt Will to the dark side. Being, dark side being anime. You mean Wes? Sorry, did I say Will? Yeah, Wes. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. dude, I'm already... You're on the dark side. We, I'm probably, we probably look the same anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you and your racist... <laughs> you're really going... Well, well, what do you got for us, Scott? Yeah, um... I mean, I had a point, but then Will decided to attack me as a person, so... <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, actually, well, then. <laughs> my, my topic actually isn't that exclusive to anime. I just... Since you gave me the label of the anime guru, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm kind of shoehorned to doing this. Oh, but. shoot. No. <laughs> uh, you have no. to now. Yeah. No, now I feel guilty. No, no, don't feel guilty. Because uh, the topic I do want to talk about, I'll talk about at the second half. I do want to continue more of a continuation on Wes's point. Um, so to really harken back to what I talked about earlier, saying how it, anime is so large, I want to ask each of you guys, when you watch anime like those blanket statements that I, I just hate making those and I it's really hard to make a good arguable point about them because you know while the um, blank statements are typically bad you can also say that well the exception doesn't prove the rule mm. so I typically like to talk about that but what I want to talk about is when you do watch anime what does anime do that art form that media type what does it do that only can be done in anime and Will kind of harkened back to it, kind of alluded to it, I should say, mm-hmm. saying where when you make a live-action version of an anime, it's difficult to do well because what anime does great is that, you know, it has that over-exaggeration of expressions, which is a trope. It, it's called, like, the manga and, and anime a, fame. It is a very common form of comedy, if you were to break down comedy. It's an over-exaggeration of a certain situation of a certain to make aspect, it funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's anime, does that, anime and manga, by extension, does that well, where... They're able to really draw and animate those over-exaggerated reactions. Uh, a typical one is like when a character's angry in uh, real life, they have to really emote it be the tone of voice, dialogue, or even their facial expression. But in anime, you just draw on the back of the head these four right angles, colored red on the back of their head, which represents a pulsating vein, mm-hmm. meaning you're angry. You just draw those four right angles and you're good to go. They're <laughs> angry. We, we as an audience know that. You can't really do that in real life. You can't just... Hold on, let me draw an, an permanent mark on your face. These <laughs> like, four right make angles. Up. That way we know you're angry. Yeah, see, it's, it's, that's, that's an aspect of anime that anime can only do exclusively, and it would make sense in that media type. So, Will, what do you think anime does exclusively that only anime can do? Well, something you alluded to with the with the Dragon Maids is that I like seeing plot lines, and this is what intrigued me so much about Death Note. I like to see plot lines that a uh, plot lines that we just really don't see here in America. Like anime is way more gutsy with ideas. Sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. Sometimes there are some really just questionable, very questionable stories out there. I'm not ignoring those, I don't think, worry. I think what Will's trying to say is like, oh Japan. Yeah, oh Japan. However, the good side of that is we get some crazy stories that you wouldn't ne- like basically anime brings you a lot of stuff that you didn't know you needed but you did. Oh yeah. So, and I feel like they succeed way more times than they fail. More often than not, these crazy stories end up working in their own charming way rather than just falling like, wow, that's just too far out, you know. Um, Anime challenges constantly typical tropes, even within their own, of these new storylines that we see and even tropes that we have in America. Like the whole thing with One Punch Man, you know, superhero culture is very popular in America and that literally challenges the definition of what makes a superhero and what's what's popular with that. Yep. Again, to the really shout out to our previous segment where we talk about One Punch Man, how while it's where we're talking, where we're arguing of what makes something a uh, a parody. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I really, really like how they break expectations when it comes to story and do all these stories that, if you couldn't tell, I'm in it for the story. That's my main attraction to anime. Um, I do really appreciate things like the animations, like you mentioned, with like the emotions and how they can really 
um, do things that you can't do in live action or other formats typically um, but for me the standout for me is the stories that's the most different from other media formats that we just don't see anywhere else you know so I guess to really reiterate your point is like will likes the fact that anime can make these crazy outrageous storylines that not really, you can't really do at least well do well effectively in, in other real mediums, life yeah, yeah. I, I respect that I actually agree with that yeah Classic O Japan. <laughs> I mean, and Wes, it's gonna be a hard question to you because, again, your exposure to anime isn't that lot. But like, in the ones you have seen, what's something that it has done that you haven't seen in any other media? And you can say no, like, oh, I've seen this in other media. Well, because the only one that I can actually think of is that like emotiveness you talked about. Sure. Yeah. But it's not something I appreciate. Okay. So, I don't know. That's that's all I can think of. That's fair. No, hey, yeah. that's because you've seen I, like four or five cause, anime, so cause, it's hard. Because, like I said. The animes that I do like, I don't think, like, I I liked them for, I don't think I liked them necessarily for what was unique about them mm. no, in, that, in an anime. And that that's probably given to your lack of exposure to yeah. the anime, and that's, that's fair. Good. I didn't okay. ex really expect to get I, out. I, yeah. I'm jealous of the creativity that Japan culture has over America, because I feel like we are so okay, predictable. Okay, that's true, that's true. Our, yeah, our cartoons are very predictable. Yeah, just... Just through and through, and how we have a stigma that cartoons are only for ch children, and then like Japan's just like laughing on us. You like, can only what? draw stuff for kids. See, <laughs> and while that used to be a stigma, I think we're slowly breaking away. We from are because yeah. anime is becoming very mainstream in America. It has been. And then like, well, my my favorite American animation is Rick and Morty. It's true. And that's a very and, adult. Yeah. Adult. Yeah. So I think that's that's America's best example of breaking that stigma. But even then, you know. You're missing a whole, I think, probably the majority of anime, which is in the middle there, with mature themes but not adult themes. Another one would be Final Space, Final Space which is which is not. I would. It's it's a mature but animation, adult. but it's not it's not inappropriate in any way. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah, it's got really. more intense themes. Yeah, because um, I mean, it's Nolan Rogers. He's not going to make something like that. Yeah, in way. and again, that just goes back to what we were saying earlier, where it, animation in itself, not just anime exclusive, is yeah. becoming such a huge. Just yeah. media where it, it, you can't shoot one into right. one genre. And no. I feel like yeah. uh, America, well, was, like America is like so fascinating with anime because because they do so many things that we wouldn't do. Yeah. And I just think to me it's crazy. Like growing up in Japan, this is more normal to you. For us, this is extra crazy. Like there may be some animes that even like Japan's like, oh, that's that's new and that's crazy. But to us, everything's crazy. Like what? Yeah, all crazy. I, I'm gonna yeah, give a short ex excerpt of a con I went to. It was a small con in Maine. I think it's called Animan. We, we talked about it on our last episode of Causecast. What, Animan? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Porcon. No, I'm talking about Animan. This is like the first year of Animan. My bad. Where, yeah. Anime. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Failed just, plug. It's just Anime Con I went to. And uh, they actually managed to get, I want to say, the president of Sentai Filmworks as a guest Ooh. there. And uh, he was great because I asked him because like, I'm so ignorant in the ways of Japan, its culture, language, and whatever that's Japan. Uh, I'm a bad weeb, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Bad weeb. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I don't want to be ignorant. But I asked him, like, you know, because he was, you know, not to really ages, but he's, like, he was in the industry since yeah, its inception. Like, he was wow. there when anime was on, like, VHS. So when he was Which the was guy... was, like, back in the 50s, right? Yeah, he was the guy that would call his friend in Japan, saying, hey, can you send me, like, these anime on VHS, and I will edit them and show them in America. That's and then he was telling me a story. I asked him, like, what's Japan's take on us... Like using yeah. taking what they made, putting it in our language, and then rebroadcasting it. And then when he said like, "Yeah," they were like, "You want our stuff? <laughs> Why?" And they were like, "Yeah, take it. Please take it." They, it's a misconception huh. where like Japan isn't like hoarding their media. They're just like, "Wait, you want? Yeah, to see our stuff? Because it's such Japan. Okay, thing. yeah, because it's so different for us. I yeah. mean, talk about literally being on the other end of the world. Yeah, but like that's <laughs> a misconception where like. Japan isn't trying to hoard all their stuff. They they want to give it to us. They want to just like, hey, please take but it. But nobody has said yes. Yeah. And America <laughs> is saying yes louder than anyone has ever before. Yeah. You know. And a um, big senpai of mine is um, Charles Dunbar. He talks about What's how. Sen oh, senpai. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone, noticed me. Yeah. Someone I he has noticed me. We text all the time. <laughs> uh, someone that I look to, I look forward to. He's the guy who really got me into doing panels and talking about weeb stuff. He talks about Japan and America is just a one giant ping pong match where we want throw something towards them, they take it evolve it, throw it back to us, we like it, we steal it, we evolve it, and it's going back and forth. Because cool. uh, as far as live action is concerned, America steals from Britain all the time. Game shows, sitcoms, Brit a game lot shows, of Brit it. British comedy has changed the way that America does their comedy, like the dry... 
Uh, the Office is a great example yeah, of it. The Office, one of our most beloved yeah. shows, is it, from Britain. It's originally, and they didn't change the humor. They kept it dry and like... Fun fact, if you didn't even knew that the British Office exists, look at episode... Just watch the first episode. It's exactly the same. It's the same pilot. And yep. you... It's so bizarre watching the same episode and plot line to almost the same... Yeah. Like, I mean, the set, like, the, the sets look different, and obviously the people look different. And, and there's, yeah, But different it's actors. the same story, and they're doing the same things. Yeah. In the first episode. And it's so weird re-watching that first iconic episode in a different setting, but yeah. not change. It's, it's, it's weird. It's actually, like, it's actually worth watching. Yeah. You, usually when a show spawns off another one and becomes more popular that other one probably wasn't eh. we see a lot one, of music yeah but this one is like yeah. the original office yeah but that, um, that anyway. ping pong match is exactly what I'm talking about where yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and occasionally we have something like Ruby which is wildly popular in Japan you know Ruby is really popular in Japan oh, yeah. they super love it super popular huh, that's cool so it, if you went to my panel list you know <laughs> you know. I wish I was but when I heard you did panels I was like whoa yeah. that was panels that's cool yeah um, not to toot my own horn but <laughs> But if you went to my panel, um, I, did, I did talk about that, how um, uh, Andrea went to Japan just a year ago. Mm -hmm. And when she was there, she saw so much Ruby merch that's exclusive to Japan that huh. we don't even have. Right. In this, not, well, not only was it merch, like, you know, cosplay, t-shirts, and official manga, huh. not only were they there, but they were in Akihabara. What, what Akihabara is, and you'll know this as you get exposed to anime, is it is the, like, epitome of everything and everything that is anime in Japan. It is a uh, an area in Japan where you just go to and you, everywhere you see is just anime. Okay. Yeah. But um, that's a huge because you talked about earlier, we talked about Avatar, it's, it's almost anime inspired. It's funny because Japan actually prefers Ruby over Avatar. They actually didn't like Avatar. I'm not surprised. Yeah, they, but they love Ruby. Yeah. So it's yeah. huge over there. And they're, they're starting to catch up. I feel like the rate, because it took them a while to get the first season and then the second season followed more closely. It's because uh, I feel like they're they're bridging that gap more and more every year about yeah. how caught up they are. I think are they on season four now? Uh, yes, they are. Okay, uh, cause it's because they got the official voice actors to actually do them. So. Yeah, and yeah. see, that's wow. this is how much wait they've been... to do it in. Yeah. So in the... wow. Yeah. So this is how much that they embraced it. They have a lister voice actors who do their beloved animes to do the voices for Ruby. Oh, wait, I thought you were saying the original American voice actors no, 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 do no. it, and I'm like, that's dedication. That would be cool. Teeth, but I yeah. would love to hear Barb speak Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> no, so wait, they have, like, their A-lister voices yes. doing... Wow. So that's, okay. like, that's, that's, equi cool. that's equivalent of... Uh, and they're yeah. excited to do it, too. So, when like, these voice actors talk about it, they're like, I get to be like, so such wait, a like, character. Comparatively, their Ruby is, like, it's more popular over there than it is over here, then. It's got to be. One argue. One could argue. Yeah. If, could they're, argue. if they're using their best voice actors for Ruby... They're embracing you, it we're, more than we are, Because Ruby is still from a, like, lesser-known company. It's yeah. not like... That's like... Yeah, that's like A-list actors like Tom Cruise doing Ruby voices. Yeah. Isn't it? Okay, yeah. So that's, that's, like, that's like our Matt Mercer, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty big over there. That's cool. Uh, that's really cool. And I, know, I, I honestly love that. Yeah. Like, that's, again, that ping pong match. I love mm -hmm. that. I, d I don't think there's any better way to express how they're embracing it by literally their their beloved celebrities wanting to take part in this. Mm -hmm. This is something that we they dumped a lot of money. Like, these are people that wanted to be a part of this. Yeah. And I think it's because Ruby is so different with their normally used to. So like, what, what do you mean? I don't. I get to voice someone who isn't the epitome of a dark hole in this dense AF? Awesome. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah, but... It's similar but different enough for them to take interest, and I do appreciate that. Can you like find episodes of the of the oh, yeah. oh, yeah. version? It's in my panel because I, I might just go look at one and see how yeah, it is. Yeah, just it's on YouTube. Like I have a clip of it in my panel where I show like twenty second clip of Nora saying I'm queen of the castle in Japanese and is the best <laughs> line ever because like it's perfect. They do a great job. That's awesome. They really do a great That's job. Cool. Yeah. Merging cultures is so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. God, I forgot what my point was. <laughs> um, it's kind of like talking about mine. Talk, talking about um, what Am what Amy did differently that yes. only okay. and Wes. Okay, guys. Okay, yep. So that that was my point, and um, let's transition to my next point, where it's not anime. Like almost flip flop my previous point, where it's not exclusive to anime, but it is a trope that it's in all media and that we all love. Uh, at least I assume we all love, and that is the trope of the zero-to-hero story, almost like the underdog story. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves an underdog story, and if you don't, then you're missing out on a lot of good media. Then you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong, it's you're missing out on a lot. Yeah. So, um... Egg on your face. Yeah, egg on your face. <laughs> um, so, in anime, 
Um, that zero to hero story is prevalent in so many series. Top of my head is Macadamia with main character Deku. Um, that's actually the first one that popped into my head. Too. Yep, uh, that that's the hot hot thing nowadays. That's the one that's easy and most relevant. Uh, relevant. And, I'm say relevant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we were talking about Ruby earlier. Another common um, zero to hero story would be Jean Arc from Ruby. And I, the reason why I want to talk about this is because I want to balance this idea off you guys because this is actually my next big Ruby panel is comparing uh, Midoriya, Deku, to Jean Arc and how they are still in that journey to become that hero. Mm -hmm. Where even in the opening 20 seconds of Macadamia, you can hear Deku saying, this is the story of how I became, you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. No, um... The, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. this is the story of a girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is the story of how I became the best and strongest hero. Wait, Deku says De that? Deku says that in the first 20 seconds. Yeah. So, by the end, of, by the, at the beginning, you know he becomes this awesome... Okay. Yeah, you know. Have you seen that yet? Or is no, it, like, building no. up to that? We're building up to that still. Oh, okay. We're, I think wow. they just confirmed You seriously season. just need to watch this show. This, yeah. this is the is most what new I, show okay. that anime has put out. Really? Okay, maybe I'll give it... Where can you watch it? Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, um, but it's also on Hulu. Hulu. Okay, I was yeah. like, is Crunchyroll f not free? It's free, but you just have to watch ads. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. But yeah, watch it on Hulu. Trust me, you'll fall in love with it almost immediately. Uh, okay. if, you prefer, if you prefer the English language, they also have it dubbed. Yeah. Okay, so. is it good dubbed? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah, because I do prefer um, dubbed. And this is one of the most wholesome and just, like, it's so good by its nature that it doesn't even try that hard. That's the feeling it gives off. Like, it's so Arguable, good. Arguable, yeah. It, it, it's because it's not, like, it's flashy where it needs to be with the fact that these are superheroes, obviously. But I feel like it's not trying that hard. You know, I feel like it's just naturally that good. And it just feels so genuinely good, you know. Um, we recommend it, in other yeah. words. Okay. We definitely recommend I'll, it. I'll, and the English dub is good, so you can also watch it. I'll try... Macadamia. Thank you for adopting that. that I will. <laughs> I will. It's so much easier. It's, it's so much easier. My Hero Academia is such a mouthful. Or as other people will call it, like Boko no Hero Academia. Weebs. Like, Macadamia. Why is it called Boko? Well, That's the original Japanese called Boko no Hero. Yeah. Boko no Hero Academia. But Macadamia is superior. Macadamia. Yep. Nuts. Yep. That was super weird though. One time I was Lyft driving a while back um, and there were some exchange students from Japan and we were talking about anime in this uh, car ride which was amazing. But we had a hard time talking about which shows we both liked because they have different names. Oh. So trying to figure, they're trying to figure out, shoot, what would this anime be called? Because they could speak English, but they're trying to figure out what the anime would be called That's actually in really, English. I actually That's wanted, funny. I want to send a comment. That sounds awesome. It yeah. was such a, like, yeah. so, like, Culture half, our, shock, convers yeah. half yeah. our conversation was trying to figure out what animes we were talking <laughs> what about. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Did you, like, how did you end up filling the, like, filling, like, bridging the, gra the gap? Like, did you start describing characters to each other? Because they look the same. Yeah. No, we had to okay. describe plots and stuff like okay. that. Okay. I hope you didn't open with it's a it starts at a high school because it's like a bunch <laughs> of all anime. <laughs> I think yeah, it, I brought up Death Note and that one was pretty easy to get across. Yeah. But there were some okay. ones that were harder. It took a while to get your name out there. I remember that one was a hard oh, one too. I love that. Remember why I cried at the? <laughs> we all cried. Dude, and you okay. say you're not an anime fan. So that's another example. Your name was so good. That's probably the best movie I'd if watched in like, a long time. Period. Wes, if you like your name, I'll give you the director's name. All of his works are as good. Like, and you really. And okay, you, and definitely. You, you own it, right? I do own it. Yeah. I have the collector's edition. It's true. Sit in my car as it boils. Anyway, to get back in <laughs> point, uh, that zero to hero story isn't exclusively anime, but is a trope mm. that we all is well beloved, well known, and well well liked. Yeah. So, I gave anime examples. So, what are examples of underdog slash zero to hero stories of other media that you two like mm. are like? Wow, this is really good. Well, your easy one for you should be How to Train Your Dragon. It's true. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm, trying, I'm looking around our set, trying to think of one for me. Well, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. that's that's got to be the quintessential that example is. for yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. Um, Luke uh, Luke Skywalker to Yoda, that Kohai Senpai teacher student interaction. Yeah, seen in Academia. Star Wars is very anime when you think of. Oh, there's a Star Wars anime. And when you think yeah. about is it, pretty good though. And when is you it? think about it, Star like Wars it. Star Wars introduced something crazy that was never. Like, that was, like, people didn't understand what Star Wars was until it was a thing. Like that, uh, The whole space opera genre, it wasn't yeah. really, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's the most anime thing we've ever done. <laughs> so, good job in America being creative for once. Yeah, I mean, the like, again, the whole ping pong match. But, oh, yeah, sorry, Wes, you said you wanted Star Wars to be your example, yeah. But that's also seen in Macadamia between Deku and, um, God, that jetpack guy. What's his name? Jetpack guy. The old guy 
who's really fast and jumps around a lot. Oh, who's got oh, the grenade? Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Yeah, Gran Torino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the whole teacher-student trope. That's uh, part of the Zero to Hero. But that's the oh, yeah. almost all of our alien movies are Zero to Heroes, where we have like an insurmountable tax tasks that we have to overcome, and not necessarily as a person, but as a race, yeah. we have to overcome. I shouldn't see that's a, a com- that's a common trope. Especially with alien-related movies, about basically how there's no way in hell we can defeat these aliens. No these... way in space. <laughs> no way in space we can defeat them, and then we find some sort of loophole where we do. Mm-hmm. So uh, almost in every alien movie, that's a zero to hero story when you think about it. Yeah, and again, that's not exclusive to anime. Would you say that horror movies are a zero to <laughs> hero anime that we always lose? <laughs> oh, that reminds me. That's another one that I didn't like so much. Was um, Tokyo Ghoul? Someone tried to introduce me to that's Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, yeah. See, that's like, that's eh. what you're talking about earlier. Edgy for the sake of being edgy. It's, Is it really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not really into that either. I grew up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I used to love that as a high school because we all had that edgy phase. I was gonna say no but, offense because it's yeah. it. All the people who have recommended Tokyo Ghoul to me are pretty much like oh. left leftover scene girls. <laughs> On the younger side, yeah. No, that's yeah. That was yeah. Or yeah. like girls who used to be seen. <laughs> yep. Which was back in the day called emo, but yeah. Yeah. But no, it's all those things that make anime, why well, I like what anime isn't exclusive to anime. So I'm like you, almost opposite. I'm the yin to your yang almost, where yeah. I don't go out of my way to watch superhero, like Marvel DC things. Mm-hmm. But if someone says to me, oh, it's like Macadamia, except this, I'm like, oh, cool, I'll watch it. Like yeah. you liked the new Ant-Man a lot. I did love right? it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that is that is really comparative. You don't you don't go out of your way to watch superhero movies, but every once in a while you'll watch one and you'll be like, that was really good. That's yeah. really good, yeah. Yeah, that's so, me. That's me with anime. So I, yeah. I guess, like, that's why I don't like it's fair saying you don't like anime. I'm saying you don't go out of your yeah, way to I, watch anime. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't say I don't like anime either. I would say that I'm not an anime fan yeah. or follower. Like yeah. I'm. Yeah, that would be more accurate. Okay. Cool. Fusion. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't want to. Like, I was like, oh, Wes hates anime. I hate you, Kyle. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, no. Whoa. No, that wasn't meant to be. Uh, yeah. 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 No, just. I just no, want. No. I just want to defend my honor here. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since Will gave me the title of anime guru, I wanted to be. I want to defend that. Title. You are by far the most knowledgeable. Used a lot of big words too, and I love big words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like big that was words a great conversation. I like that a lot. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was, I, it was I good. bring my A game, guys. Mm, yeah. All right, and with that, that's the episode, folks. Bye bye. All right, stay kind, geeks. Hey. I come to Dunkin' for something topped, toasty, and tasty. Because days like this deserve a toast. I can celebrate today with a bacon-topped avocado toast. It's got rich, creamy avocado on top of toasted sourdough bread with crumbled cherry wood smoked bacon and everything bagel seasoning. All perfectly packed to go. Or I can cheers to a grilled cheese melt filled with white cheddar and American cheese or layered with savory black forest ham. If you're done with your toast, your order's ready. Yeah! Toast your way all day at Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price.